boom. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Now and Then podcast. This is your host, Scotty G. I have an awesome guest with me today, Mr. Tyler Wilkinson. He's a certified personal trainer and, yeah, quite the interesting man here. I mean, I'll, I'll let you do your own little introduction, <laughs> man. Go for it. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I'm Tyler Wilkinson. Uh, yeah, I'm really uh, just kind of a big old nerd, uh, kind of like to use the term sweaty. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, you know, uh, instead of watching like ESPN when I was younger, there's a kind of like a movie ESPN type thing. So it was like, instead of this guy got drafted into this team, it was like, oh, we casted this guy or this girl into this movie and this guy's going to be directing this. And, and so uh, there was a guy on there uh, who came up with an affectionate name mm-hmm. for uh, nerdy people, you know, the kind of people that would be at, like Comic-Con. Or like a comic book shop, and they're kind of like you see the sweat stains, and they kind of stink <laughs> a little bit, and they're like, "Oh, did you see what Superman did in the last?" Blah, blah, blah? And then he's like, "Those those are sweaty nerds," and I'm definitely a sweaty nerd. I could probably tell you way more than I should about like Spider Man or anything like super power related. Um, but in general, I think sweaty's just kind of about being passionate, and so uh, I'm sweaty about a lot of different things. And, uh, yeah, I'm sweaty Tyler. <laughs> that is the best introduction I've ever heard of somebody. I, I think that's, that's epic, man. That's, <laughs> I love it, man. <laughs> so we are currently, uh, I wouldn't say snowed in, um, well, rained in, rained in <laughs> which I didn't think was possible, but yeah, it's been raining all day here in Jackson and yeah, it, there's like this type of tsunami going on outside and the road is basically blocked off covered in in water and yeah it's it's crazy i can't go anywhere yeah i was basically trapped yeah he's my prisoner now (laughs) (laughs) why not do a podcast you know so our uh our topic today we're gonna be covering success and how do we really measure success i I came across this uh picture i had on uh i found on instagram and it really got my attention. It really resonated with me. Um, I'm actually going to pull it up right now. That way I see it. And it says, there's this diagram that says how we're taught to measure success. And half of it is salary. The other half is your job title. And that's typically how we view success. Like to us, that is what success seems to be. It's your job and how much money you make with that job, you know. But as you get older, I, I really feel like you have to expand the way you view things. And uh, I think the best type of measurement we should be looking at is mental health. For one, you put that at the top. I always place that at the very top of the priority list, top of the totem pole, you know. Then next is your physical health. Take care of yourself. If you can't ter- take care of yourself, how could you ever take care of others, you know. So it's your physical health and your mental health then you got to enjoy what you do. I think that ranks third, you know, and I think that outweighs a lot of other things too. Just being genuinely happy with what you're doing in life. And second time is your, your, your free time. What do you do with your free time? Do you have hobbies? What do you do on the weekends when you're not working? Are you actually enjoying what you're doing or are you just kind of moping around chilling on the couch? You know, I feel like life is great when you optimize every hour of every day and you're doing what you enjoy it's nice to relax but it's also nice to 
find passion projects and chip away at that, uh, which is kind of why I developed this podcast is kind of like the, it basically is a passion project. I'm doing it because I enjoy it and I just want to see what could come out of it. Um, and then at, towards the bottom, it's your salary, then it's your job title. <laughs> so a little bit different demographic there. Yeah. What's sure. your take on that, man? Um, I think a lot of those things are really important to take into consideration. Um, I think it's honestly, it's almost like just kind of scratching the surface to me. I think there's a lot of important things there, like the, the mental health and liking what you do and all this kind of stuff. Um, free time uh, starts to kind like, I think, I guess it just depends on how you define it yeah. in general, how I've seen success. Um, it's kind of more just geared towards growth. Um, so if you, for instance, like if you, there's kind of a difference between success and victory, right? I think like kind of lines get a little blurred and how people define those two, yeah. but you know, I, I would argue that like Rocky is definitely a success story, but he loses that fight. Right. So you're definitely not going to say, Oh man, he went the distance. He's not successful. It's like, no man, he went, he went all the way. He grew to fight the champ. Right. And so I think it's, it's kind of like applying growth to all those little things, grow, growing mentally and physically. Um, and then kind of like in conjunction with that, liking what you do. But, you know, when you're growing, you're growing involves doing things you don't necessarily want to do or don't like to do. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so like, what's, what's that say? Uh, complacency is the enemy of progress. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, uh, yeah. So, so there's going to be elements of doing what you, I think it's about fulfillment. It's not necessarily, I don't know if it's specifically liking what you do, but doing what is fulfilling. Right. Yeah. What What is your take on that? I really think that's, you hit it right there. I think that's the key. And it's like, there's so many different answers. Like what's the meaning of life? That's the deepest type of question anybody could answer, but there's numerous answers. I mean, I don't think there's just one answer. But if there was, it's fulfillment. You gotta fill your life with yeah. purpose. No, for sure. Um, make every day matter. You know. Yeah. I think that's Absolutely. what it is. I I think, yeah, it's one of those like everybody's gonna have their own different version mm-hmm. of, you know, what's the meaning. But I think it can be found through very similar ways. I think part of that is growth and um, taking on challenges that are just pushing you to your next step, just kind of on that edge of you can't necessarily do it, but something that's definitely attainable for you. Um, You know, like we go to the gym, right? So um, if you had a goal of this certain PR, right, or whatever it may be, and you didn't hit it, but you got close or you definitely grew, it's kind of along the same things. Like you, you were definitely successful or, you know, when you did your first show, right? Yeah. That was an achievement that, that was you, you pushed yourself into a position that you had not done before. I'm sure like, was that uncomfortable? I mean, that was definitely me stepping out of my comfort zone. Yeah. That's for sure. And I think I was able to push myself to this different level where I realize I've been holding back this entire time. You know, yeah. you don't realize what you're truly capable of until you step out on stage and you actually 
put yourself through something like that, that challenging and who you are on the other side. Um, I think that's the true winner. And I think that's why I always tell people set goals, why I force myself to set goals. Yeah. It's who you become, you know, throughout the process of Absolutely. chasing after those goals, you know, for sure. Um, I think it's one of those things where it's kind of a pessimistic look, but if you were to like look at yourself and say, you're not as good as who you could be, obviously that sounds bad, right? That sounds kind of negative, but embedded in that is that you could be so much more. Mm -hmm. You have so much to give, right? And it's honestly, like, I think part of that fulfillment is taking on responsibility of being who you can be. And that's kind of where it ties into the growth is like, you're not there yet. And I think it's part, it's that journey of getting to who you can be and mm -hmm. you're going to make, and you're going to stumble and all this kind of stuff. But yeah, that's kind of, I, what, I mean, again, what do you think about that? Like who you could be? Oh, it's scary. Yeah, I know, for sure. <laughs> Tell me that one. You're talking about David Goggins. Talk to me about David Goggins and what you told me his approach was. Yeah, no, I mean, I, it's it's a very loose. I can't probably give it word for word because um, I like I've listened and watched David Goggins, but I, this particular bit I got from a friend yeah. who read the book that I haven't. You told read me this yet. awesome analogy about it. It was too. kind of like yeah, if you you know at the end, if you look at a version of who you could be versus of the worst version of yourself and then like compare that to where you are now it's like it'd be such a disappointment if you could have been if you could have been whatever the best version of yourself if you like made it to the end and you're and directly in front of you it's like that's who scotty could have been and then you i hate to say wasted but like you kind of no. like in that i mean like i said that negativity but embedded in that is that positivity yeah. so like you could have been so much greater than. And then because you were greater, you impacted everybody else's lives around you in a better way. And so it's like, kind of, like I said, that journey to being that person. I think it's the most sobering experience once you realize who you could have been mm -hmm. and how you kind of sold yourself short. You know, you do yourself the ultimate disservice when you settle and you get so content with certain things and time flies by and before you know it, you're still working that nine to five job. You're still at point A. Yeah. I mean, you're still where you started that basically. Yeah. And I don't want to live that way. So I, I guess that's what really kept me aligned, kept me motivated, kept me ambitious in yeah. a way. It's like, I just want more out of life. I want to optimize what's in front of me and kind of make the most out of it. Yeah. Another, like, I like all these kind of like phrases. But another one that I kind of carry in my back pocket is proud, but never satisfied, that never satisfied. Yeah. So you're like, you're proud of what you've done so far. And you should be like, you've come this far, but there's more. You got to have that. There's like a hunger. And this, and this doesn't have to be just physical stuff. It doesn't even just have to be work related. Obviously, I think that ties into the fulfillment of everything, but it can be something as far as like getting becoming a better communicator and like working on your relationships with people. That's it. It applies to all these different things. And then you find the fulfillment in that. And then like, again, another just phrase I like is the best thing you could be for somebody is the example. You're not going to like immediately change somebody, but 
anytime you have role models, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So you you see pieces of who they are, and you're like, yeah, I kind of want to be like that. No, that's for sure. And I think that's what helped me develop who I was is by learning and kind of picking apart what I didn't want. I've met a lot of people in my life. You come across a lot of different people as you get older, people come and go, a lot of different characters you'll come across. And it's never really a bad thing for those negative experiences. But what you can do is you can learn from it. You pick out what you learn from them and you apply it to yourself and how you live your life, mm -hmm. what, what to avoid, what not to do. And slowly but surely you, you, you grow on that and it, it's going to start to steer you towards, a, you know, a, a better version of yourself. The more you slowly improve and you progress and you're more rigid with your requirements of yourself, you're more, you expect more out of yourself because you know what you demand. You, you set the bar high. Um, and I, I think I've spent a lot of my time learning from one experience after another, and I've done a really good job at just understanding how we're all different. Mm -hmm. I love psychology because yeah. I love learning about human behavior. I love understanding how the brain functions, how we react to certain things, yeah. how we do and interpret certain things as well. And that it, it's so compelling. I love it. I, I just, it's so intriguing, man. Um, but that's what really helped me get more in tune with mm -hmm. myself yeah just being good at psychology i guess you know? <laughs> <laughs> well i think that's that you're that's really important to identify is that it's partially you got to confront everything with an element of truth like it's got to be about honesty so when you're learning about psychology or learning ideally about the true nature of how we are and you got to use that to your advantage. Um, when you're coming across somebody that you're like, eh, I don't really like how they interacted in this situation. And you kind of almost, you got to be really critical of yourself. It's like, okay, where do I do that? You know what I mean? And resolving that piece. It's 1% every day kind of thing. Um, do you have any, any things that are, specific that stand out in your memory that's like i do not want to do that or i really like that and i'm kind of pursuing that direction um i think well so high school let's backtrack a little bit okay <laughs> high school that seems like forever ago but um i i had this general interest in fitness you know i was just i just started working out just started exercising lifting with the the basketball team uh, the track and field team, the wrestling team. So I was getting more active and um, it just kind of grew from there. And about the time of my senior year, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do, but I knew what I wanted to, to involve fitness. Mm -hmm. um, and once I realized, you know, what exactly a fitness trainer was, I, I kind of reconnected with my old roots of watching The Biggest Loser growing up. And that, that kind of really inspired me. I was like, man, that's what brought me into fitness in the first place. Watching yeah. that show, watching The Biggest Loser, watching yeah. the transformations of those those clients, just those incredible, just the just the most how do, how do you how do you word it? 
um, heartwarming experiences. Yeah. I mean, the triumphs that they go from. And I mean, so to, to me, I wanted to be a personal trainer for that big reason is to change lives. And then I needed to be more specific with what exactly I wanted out of that. What type of trainer do I need to be? Yeah. I went to Hawking College to figure that one out. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a trainer, but I wanted to kind of sharpen my tools and just learn how to be the best trainer instead of just a typical trainer that gets their online certification and yeah. <laughs> goes straight to work right afterwards. For sure. No schooling, no education, no background, mm-hmm. just kind of jump right in. And that's more of a liability. I don't want to bash on people who are certified but have no schooling. I, I think it's important to have both. But I, I think it's good to have that initial experience. But what with Hawking, um, it helped redirect me towards what I needed. And I, like you said, you need to be more specific with what you want. Mm-hmm. And that kind of led me to Anytime Fitness. And so there's so many different avenues that comes out of once you're more specific and clear with what you want out of life, I think that really helps redirect you towards other goals that you might have that might mm-hmm. spark your interest that could be potentially what your future could look like yeah no for sure man i think and then every step along the way you were learning like what ver- like you were getting some sort of insight whether it's about yourself or that's about the reality of the world or like what again kind of the best version of yourself could be my i kind of happened to just stumble in the training um, like I got my certification and everything, but, um, you know, I was originally in, I, I got my bachelor's in healthcare administration, which is kind of like management of healthcare, like hospitals and stuff. And, but I, and during school, I, like, I started being a trainer and partially because I realized like the physical fitness and the diet and all this kind of stuff affected me. Right. And then I also saw like outside of the fitness element of things, it's like, I joined, I joined the OU Quidditch team, right? Um, really stepping out of my comfort zone. But it wasn't even just the fitness stuff. It was the social element. Having people that were, like, genuinely, that wanted to be around you and, like, supported you. Like, when you su- succeeded, they helped you celebrate it. And then, like, if something was going bad, they weren't, like, like oh, well, I knew somebody who had it worse this one time. Or, like, you know what I mean? They, they helped you through it. And so I kind of realized that, there's so many different avenues to becoming healthy and it wasn't just, you know, going to the hospital and all this other kind of stuff. It's like, okay, why don't we take a look at, you know, what your diet and exercise is like? Why don't we take a look at what your social life is like? All this other kind of things. And um, actually, like, again, kind of want to see what your thoughts on all this. A lot of people kind of think of their body as this shell for who they really are, right? That's mm-hmm. kind of like a common common illustration of who we are our soul and then our body's kind of the shell right but and as you i'm sure you've learned like with psychology and fitness honestly i think it's all one thing like so when you're exercising all these endorphins are released and that affects your brain and how you go about day to day whether it's depression anxiety or whatever and then at this like it's a feedback so you want to does that make sense so you are your body too. You're not just your mind and your soul. You are your body. Your body impacts how you think and getting people to train. Like, I'm sure you've seen that where you, they, you start seeing smiles more often. They're, they're 
having more fulfilled lives yeah. just because they're moving. Confidence. And yeah. Self-esteem, all that. Everything improves. Yeah. So again, what like do you like that kind of like model or is that something that kind of runs contrary to how you see things or no, I, I think it very accurate with how I view it. Um I I, I love personal development. I'm a big believer that anybody can change and yeah. it doesn't matter how stuck you are. If you're stuck in a rut, how depressed, how, you know, it doesn't matter what type of circumstances you're really going through. And I think you can always flip the switch and you can always improve your situation. Yeah. There's always a way you can improve it. Yeah. And there's no golden recipe or magical blueprint out there that we could all follow. I think that's up to you. You need to figure out what makes you happy. And I can't tell you what makes you happy. That's for you to find out. You got to figure that one out for you. you know? I, I see that. I do. I like. I would push back a little bit, mostly just because there's a lot of ways that we can definitely say that's not the way to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, we can definitely say that there are, are bad paths to go down. So I do think there's like a general guideline on how to grow and how to be honest with yourself and like pursue that that ultimate good and the best version of yourself. Um, and it is up to the individual to find out like kind of what, how to apply that to themselves. Like that can be applied in many ways, but there's a lot of things that are, can hold you back. You know, does that make any sense? So for yeah. instance, like roadblocks, right? Roadblocks, whether it's like, okay, so kind of my big thing is honesty and truth. And I mean, and it's really critical that you're honest with yourself and if you're not honest with yourself, then, then that's one of those ways. If you lie to yourself, you're definitely not going to grow. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's definitely one of those wrong ways like that. to go. That, that's big, being honest with yourself. Yeah. Because you put yourself in a hole every time you lie. Absolutely. And it's like, I mean, sometimes people are like, just because the truth can be hard sometimes. You know what I mean? For instance, it can. I mean, it can, yeah. Well, for instance... Uh, say you want to have a goal. It's like, man, I want like eventually they see the rock works at a four in the morning. You're like, I want to wake up at four in the morning. And you're like, you have to negotiate with yourself, right? And again, I get, got this from Jordan Peterson. He's like, okay, if you try to just straight up wake up at four in the morning, you're probably going like you might very well fail. Like, just that you're not you're not ready for it. So you negotiate with yourself. It's like, okay, legitimately, if I was to wake up. As early as I can every morning, what is the like the earliest I can wake up and, and actually succeed? And be and that's where that honesty comes into play. Cause it's like, man, is eight o'clock really the earliest I can wake up and succeed? But if you're not honest with yourself, you're not going to grow. And it's like, okay, well then fine. Eight o'clock is what it is. And I'm gonna wake up for at eight o'clock for a week straight. And then you succeed. And it's like, okay, let's chip away at it. It's kind of like the same thing with weights, right? Yeah. You're like, I want to lift however many plates. And your body's going to be going to give you that much more immediate feedback. You're like, nope, you can't. Yeah. But and it's like, okay, fine. I, I'll settle with the five pounds. That's where I'm at right now. And might that's why I say it's hard. The honesty might not be the thing you want to hear. But if you're lying about where you're at, then you can't move forward. It won't make the process any easier. No. Mm -hmm. So that's that, that's kind of what I'm mean. like. The 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 truth might not be the easiest to accept, but if, but it's the only way you're going to get any better. No, I feel that. 
I like that. You know, I, I think we, you know, we talked about measuring success. Let's kind of flip it around. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about becoming successful, you know, and obviously I can't speak on behalf of everybody and I can't really speak on myself either. I'm 23 borderline about to be 24 tomorrow. Yay. And, um, you know, I, I think to myself, if I were to ask myself, look in the mirror and be like, Scotty, are you successful? I would say, yeah, because I yeah. feel good. I'm content with where I'm at, but I know I want more out of life. You know, I don't like using the content word, yeah. but it's true. It's kind of like you say it, you mean it, but you also, you know that you demand more from yourself. You're doing pretty good with your life right now, currently, but mm -hmm. there's way more that I want to accomplish down the, down the road, you know. Well, that kind of goes back to that proud, right? You're proud. proud. I mean, you're proud is not like, like content. You're proud of where you're at. Yes. You've come so far, Replace but you're not satisfied. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and that's, again, kind of like, how do you measure it? It's like, okay, well, are you better? today than you were you can't compare yourself to other people no. for one yeah. that's like that's huge so it's never going to be your if you're like an athlete right you can never compare yourself to someone like lebron because that's just not fair you're mm -hmm. never going to be on that level so all you can do is compare yourself to where you were yesterday and it's like okay am i getting better and honestly at some point it's like am i consistent in that growth or am i consistent in pulling off what my goals are yeah um and i think that's where growth lies and that's kind of that measurement right like i said rocky didn't win mm -mm. he he lost the fight he was a successful in his attempt to facing off against yeah. the champ um yeah so that's just that one if you're getting better at whatever the goal is i mean that's why goals are important right yeah if if you're getting better then it's kind of hard to say you're not successful. If you're on that journey and you're taking a step every day, then obviously, like, if you're really, really over hard on yourself, then, then you could be like, that wasn't enough. But again, this is kind of something that Jordan Peterson talks about. It's like, treat yourself as if you were someone you're responsible for taking care of. Or like you were a, you're, you're a friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, if you did a good job and you got down on yourself, your friend would be like, or I would be like, hey, man, you, you can't, what, what are you talking about? You're, like, doing great. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And you kind of have to do that same for yourself, which, again, is that honesty. You know yeah. what I mean? Are you too harsh on yourself? Or are you more, like, kind of laid back in a way? Like, are you kind to yourself, but do you also push yourself? Is that that, that tempo, that, that balance of both? It, it fluctuates. Like, I can definitely, like, make excuses for myself at times when I went, then when again, I'm kind of lying to myself. Or it's like, that's what's called being a human, yeah. right? <laughs> but at the same time, I, maybe it's arrogant, but I feel like there's a lot to, a lot of Tyler to be had to, like, get to. So I'm very, so I can push, like, I'm very ambitious in that way. But at the same time, it's like, I try, I, I fluctuate on that line of like being too hard and being too soft. Like I, in general, it may lean to being too hard. I don't know. But that's again, that honesty is like, I don't, if I were to self-reflect, I know that yesterday I could have been more productive. Like, and I was in the moment I was making excuses and kind of just letting it happen. So I was too soft on myself in the moment. 
So it's really just kind of this weird mix. Does that make sense? Yeah. What about you? What do you like? Are you hard on yourself or are you soft? Oh, or I, I used to be very, very hard on myself, but in a very negative, destructive type of way. Mm-hmm. So nowadays it's different. I'm hard on myself, but I fill myself up with compliments left and right. Yeah. It is such a more positive, friendly, like I'm your coach type of way. Yeah. And then maybe you need to be your own coach. Yeah. Push yourself. Absolutely. But back years back, I was the worst person ever. I was swearing at myself, helping down. I was my worst enemy, honestly. I was so critical of my own self. Any mistake I would ever make, any failure, whatever, any embarrassing moment. Yeah. Um, I would beat myself up for mm-hmm. it. And looking back, it's like, man, I wish I wasn't so harsh on myself. Yeah. Well, and that's the kind of, again, like, Treat yourself as if you were your own friend, right? And then, I don't know, man. Like, you're not, and this is the other thing, as far as, like, the growth or the success or however you want to look at it is, you look back at yourself then as, like, okay, I could have been, I could have been more, more kind to myself. Yeah. But, and that kind of, you're not just you today. You're you in 10 minutes from now and you're you one year from now and so on. So it's like you got to barter with those future versions and past and like learn from the past versions of you so that you continuously try to get better. So what the, uh, like the saying is like when you're getting drunk uh, and you have a hangover is like, you're, you're borrowing happiness from tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, basically what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, that's kind of, you got to take in all the use into consideration. And so, and if, every version of you like moving forward is just a slightly better version then that's where it's at yeah i got you i got you i'm putting up where you're throwing down here so another big question that i wanted to ask you is how big of a role is it with who you hang out with um and i was always told this is you are the sum of the five friends that you hang out with yeah right how, how big of an impact is that do you oh think? i think that's i think it's significant i mean i think another version of that that i've heard is like um if you hang out with like five let's say just bums yeah. you're going to be the sixth if you hang out with five yeah. successful people you're going to be the sixth um partly just because that's that environmental factor of like what's being fed into you and if they're satisfied, if they're not satisfied, and they're and they're great people, then they're going to help. Like I said, they're going to help push you. That's why that was like the importance of the social life, right? When I the Quidditch team, they were they're wonderful people, like some of the best people I've ever met. They're accepting, but they'll also push you. And like having that in my life changed things up significantly, and it just kind of like opened that door to that to that growth. You know what I mean? And I think like, and again, have be, like becoming friends with you is just kind of that, that continuous, like good people around you. Right. Is you kind of help validate and help push. Does that make any sense? Oh yeah. I, I think life is significantly easier, better, just more enjoyable than just the quality of life kind of increases when you are surrounded with positive, uplifting, very supportive people Yeah, and your circle basically. And, um, my circle has changed for 
you know, it changes every year, basically. Yeah. It's always changing. It's, mm-hmm. it's a revolving circle that's always getting adjusted or modified. But I have made it my mission. This is just one of those things that I'm, I'm always going to be very rigid and strict on is my circle. Yeah. I want the people around me to be the best people for me and how they're going to, they really make a difference in my life. Yeah. Their attitude, their, their energy that they put off, man, that is the difference between me having a good day and a bad day. And like, obviously I have control over whether I have a good day or a bad day, but there's a big influence with my coworkers, my friends, the people I spend most of my time with. Mm -hmm. If they're having a crappy day, that's going to rub off on me. So we all kind of rely on each other in a way where we expect each other to have just a a good attitude, no matter what. And that it's good when people like yourself, where you're you're very well-centered and you're just, you're easy to talk to. I feed off your energy. That (laughs) makes my life enjoyable, you know? So I appreciate that. And I'm sure you appreciate the friends that you have that give off the same energy, you know? Yeah. Well, and then like you said, you have to have the ability to say no. Um, so if you're around somebody that's like not good for you and, and you know, and you're honest with about, with yourself about that person not being good for you, then you should say no, because you got to take in like that future you into consideration. Like, how is this going to impact me later down the road? And just be like, and you don't have to be like mean about it. Just be like, Okay, I'm good. Like, I know deep down, I don't need this around. But at the same time, as soon as you find somebody that, like you said, you vibe with, that, again, another Peterson thing, a friend that, you know you have a true friend if they celebrate your successes with you, and they're like, yeah, hell yeah, man, I'm excited for you. Yes. That you succeeded. And that, and they're like, but at the same time, if, like, you're going through something hard, that they're like, I'm here for you, man. And they let you listen, and they listen to you, and they take it in. And they support you. Like if you find that, then you hold on to it, and you and you that means you got to be the same thing to them. You have to be the friend, kind of that you that you got to be a friend that you'd want to have. So when you're interacting with other people, it's not always positive. It's I sometimes it is positivity, but I think it's also that honesty. You know what I mean? Are you doing them any favors if, like, if you genuinely have what's best interest in their in, in their life? Yeah. Obviously, you don't have to be a butthole about anything, but that honesty. And if they accept that honesty and they trust and love you, then that helps them get better. And if you you want the same thing from them, right? Your friends, you, they want you to be able to call you out on your crap. Yeah, the, I expect the, that. Yeah, I expect <laughs> that. Then, like, that helps everybody get better. So, finding those people, not putting yourself in a situation where you have to be around people that are not going to be that way for you, that's huge. And, like, you know, kind of, it's the same thing. It's like, if you, the best thing you could be for somebody else is the example, then you're an example for somebody else, and they feed you too. You know what I mean? They're, like, they're an example for you, and like, that has that mutual feed, feedback that everybody around you starts to behave that way. And especially if you start like putting everybody around you that fulfills that role, then I mean, I think that's what a community, that's what a positive community is. Right. Yeah. 
That's all. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy how you say that because I, I just think about how, you know, people can influence you in a thousand different ways. But I, I always, uh, I, I just think that a big key to anybody's success starts with the people they spend their time with. And let, let, let's say a family member is not good for you. I'm not saying you have to necessarily cut them out, but just spend less time with them, yeah. you know, and that's with anybody really it doesn't have to be a family member, aunt, uncle, whoever it is. If they're, is this the right word? Toxificating? Like they're making your problem. I mean, your situation worse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't know if that's a word, but I I'm throwing I it I'm, out there. Well, okay. So on that point, like one of my tattoos, um, that I have is kind of like a family crest thing that I came up with and like on the like ribbon banner thing. Mm -hmm. um, I have like a, in Latin an acronym that is like love and loyalty make family. Part of that's because it's not about blood. Actually fun, like kind of a fun little thing. You know that um, the blood is thicker than water is actually a common misunderstanding of what the true saying actually is. What is the actual saying? So the saying is, uh, the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. So relationships born of the covenant, the friendship, yeah, are stronger and more important than relations of family, the water of the womb. So it's actually the reverse of what everybody usually um, interprets it as. Huh. So the, pe the people that you surround yourself with, making you want them to be your family right like that's that close you like you develop that with important people i know a lot a huge chunk of my quote unquote family are not blood like they're people that i love and i'm loyal and i'm loyal to and i'm gonna be it's kind of that same thing that positivity that honesty and yeah oh, I, I i like that and i think you should shape everything around that those morals, those, those mm -hmm. type of values that you hold, everything should be kind of centered around that type of status. Yeah. You know? well, um, values, that makes sense. Yeah. No, values drive action, right? Yeah. So if you value something, then you act on that. And then that's, again, the honesty. If you truly value something, then that's where your actions will guide you. So prioritizing the right values is really important um, in terms of like, how you interact day to day, how you grow. And again, I am silly and ignorant and I'm still learning. So I might find myself learning that my current view on things, I'm not like some philosopher that has studied for a lot of time. So my perspective might be askew, but that's kind of how I, I, I see things right now. And that's, that's it seems healthy. It's, it seems like it's working but we'll see yeah <laughs> only well, you are there to judge and to find out for yourself you know yeah so the world will will see <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah man uh anything else you really want to add in before wrapping up oh i don't know man um hopefully i can do this again and uh, maybe that i for sure the, these won't be the last words that on this podcast and so no. there's going to be a lot more so i'm not hell-bent on having a, a necessarily a final closure. I think again, um, being on live embodying that truth and honest honesty, um, 
will get you real places. Yeah. Um, and so as far as being growth, uh, growing and finding success, it's going to come down to being honest with yourself and pursuing something that will fulfill you and help you yeah. grow. Yeah. And once you're more clear and specific with what you want, then that's when you can start to work towards those goals. Yeah. So, yeah, man. I love it. I definitely appreciate you taking the time doing this with me, being on the show. Hopefully, got you on here again in the future. Yeah. Let, let's bust out another episode soon, <laughs> man. I love it. Anytime. So, thanks, guys, for listening in. Appreciate it. See you again soon. Bye.